when I landed in Mozambique in 2018, it really felt that Mozambicans' understanding of the impacts of climate change was much higher than what I had seen in Canada. And I think that that's changed in the four years that I have been away. And what I hope is that this turns into concrete, rapid and flexible tools to support the countries that have the least responsibility for climate change, but are also the most impacted. Welcome to the GAC Files, a podcast about the people, issues and ideas driving Global Affairs Canada. Bienvenue dans les dossiers d'AMC, un balado sur les personnes, les défis et les idées qui animent Affaires mondiales Canada. Caroline Delaney is very well versed in international affairs. Since she joined what was then the Canadian International Development Agency in 2005, Caroline has held many roles in international development and foreign policy, particularly in South Asia and Africa. She was Canada's High Commissioner to Mozambique, as well as Director of the Mozambique Development Program. She has led Global Affairs Canada's engagement in many development programs and policies, such as the Feminist International Assistance Policy. Bonjour chers auditeurs, ici Alexandre Lévesque, sous-ministre adjoint de la politique stratégique à Affaires mondiales Canada. Bienvenue à cette mini-série portant sur les objectifs de développement durable. Dans cet épisode, Caroline Delaney et moi allons parler des défis liés aux objectifs de développement durable en Afrique. Alors bienvenue, welcome Caroline. Merci beaucoup. Avant de poursuivre, j'aimerais souligner que cet épisode fait partie d'une mini-série de trois balados qui porte sur les objectifs de développement durable. Conformément à la loi sur les langues officielles du Canada, les invités sont libres de s'exprimer dans la langue de leur choix. Donc, si vous êtes prête, commençons. Caroline, you're just back from uh, a number of years based in Maputo, in Mozambique, where you were High Commissioner, and for our listeners, High Commissioner and Ambassador are two synonymous titles, uh, a high commissioner simply means that you're posted in a, a Commonwealth country. Um, and actually, Caroline and I have this in common because I was once high commissioner to Tanzania, which is right next door to, to Mozambique. Um, Caroline, tell me a little bit about uh, how you viewed and understood your role as high commissioner in Mozambique. Uh, thanks, Alexandre. It's nice to meet someone who has a similar experience with regards to explaining that particular title. And the other thing that was unique about my time there was that I was also director of the development program, um, which I think is one of the only positions left in the department that is still head of mission and development director. So it was a really excellent opportunity for me to be able to drive integration across all of our lines of efforts in our engagement in Mozambique, as well as the other two countries that I covered, which were Malawi and Eswatini. Some of my favorite times there were really related to the field visit. I think some of my strongest memories are related to meeting women's rights organizations who declared themselves feminist all over Mozambique and Malawi and Eswatini and really moved to mobilize support, whether it was for shelter to women experiencing violence at home or to respond to the risks to young people in the face of climate disasters. It was those relationships that I was able to build um, and the things that I was able to learn from the Mozambicans, Malawians, and M. Swati who were working so hard to build a better future for their countries. That's really what I remember about my time there. And I have to say what, what you mentioned actually brings back great memories for me and my time in East Africa, because what you mentioned really echoes my time there and some of my favorite experiences were also field visits. And you mentioned feminism. This was a 
euh, a big theme when I was posted to, to Tanzania as well. Caroline, vous êtes maintenant la directrice générale pour l'Afrique du Sud et de l'Est à l'administration centrale. Euh, Est-ce que vous pourriez nous expliquer un peu quel est le rôle des objectifs de développement durable dans les pays qui sont dans votre région? Merci, c'est une bonne question, mais c'est un peu difficile en même temps. Euh, des objectifs clairs tels que ceux définis dans les ODD sont essentiels pour concentrer nos affaires collectives sur le travail qui permettra de réduire la pauvreté. Et nulle part ailleurs, cela n'est plus important que sur le continent africain où l'extrême pauvreté a augmenté pendant la pandémie de COVID. Et nous avons des raisons d'être optimistes pour l'avenir. Une étude suggère que 14,1 millions de vies ont été sauvées en Afrique grâce à la priorité accordée par les OMD à des problèmes tels que la mortalité infantile, la mortalité maternelle et le sida. Dans le contexte africain, je pense également que la reconnaissance par les ODD du fait que tous les pays ont du travail à faire pour s'attaquer aux moteurs de la pauvreté est une étape importante vers des approches internationales que reconnaissent réellement que nous sommes tous partenaires dans cette affaire. Merci, Caroline. Je suis bien conscient du fait que quand on gère des enjeux de développement, tout n'est pas toujours facile. En tant qu'ancienne haute commissaire du Canada au Mozambique, quels sont certains des défis sur lesquels vos, vos pays de responsabilité euh, faisaient face, étaient confrontés dans la mise en œuvre des ODD? Um, il existe un défi important pour les ODD, à savoir que l'engagement et les sensibilisations aux ODD restent limitées dans le travail quotidien sur le développement sur le terrain. Bien qu'ils soient utiles au niveau mondial, ils n'encadrent pas toujours la manière dont les gouvernements, les populations et les partenaires de mise en œuvre comprennent le travail. This is not to say that there's not value in the goals. One of the most important outcomes of the MDGs and the SDGs is the importance of data and even our ability to talk about the challenges to meeting the SDGs is because of the data and the data systems that both the MDGs and the SDGs have driven in developing countries. Thank you very much, uh, Caroline. And for our listeners, a uh, reminder that MDGs refers to the Millennium Development Goals, which preceded the Sustainable Development Goals. Music to my ears as the chief data officer for uh, for the department. Uh, <laughs> love to hear when data can be put to good use. Any other successes that involve Canada and your countries of accreditation in the implementation of the SDGs? I think, of course, for us, um, in, in terms of the feminist international assistance policy, gender equality is always front in mind and a major priority in Canada's engagement overseas. And I certainly felt that in Mozambique. And the focus on gender equality in the SDGs, I really think, is a driving factor around continued attention to the particular challenges that women and girls face in terms of realizing their full potential. I think one of the most profound experiences that I had while I was on posting was meeting young mentors. These are young women who mentor other girls younger than them who are at risk of child marriage. 
In Mozambique, they call it premature unions, which I think is also a useful way of recognizing these are not consensual relationships. These are not marriages, but forced unions between children and adults. And these mentors play an incredible role and a very profound role in terms of supporting the girls to avoid these circumstances, to have those difficult conversations with their family members or with others that can support them to avoid those particular pitfalls. And I really think that's a big memory for me is the strength of those mentors and the difficult work that they have in supporting the girls in their communities. Now, in the past, uh, we'll say year, year and a half, maybe even going back two, three years, given the number of crises, the layered crises that started with the pandemic, a lot of analysis, a lot of publications have started talking about the fact that the SDGs are now off track. Attaining them, the amount of resources that are required to achieve them are not tracking the need. And in this context of what we now call a pluricrisis, it seems like they're becoming less and less attainable. Based on your experience, are they attainable? And are there some key actions that Canada can take to help increase the momentum and actually meet the SDGs by 2030? I personally believe the SDGs remain very relevant because they are an expression of global objectives with regards to development, and they are tools to be able to track progress towards really important objectives. At the same time, I think that it's important to recognize that in the African context in particular, we're not on track to meet the targets for 2030. And in fact, the target number one in terms of the reduction of extreme poverty looks incredibly and almost impossible to meet before 2030. And so part of the discussion around the SDGs is to recognize their limitations that exist already. For Canada, I think it really does mean just doubling down on what we already know is essential for development. And I would offer that in the African context, this means recognizing African leadership and expertise. There is a set of African objectives as well. It's called Agenda 2063. These are longer term objectives and they're very much driven by the members of the African Union. They can inform our understanding of the SDGs and what's needed to move forward on those over the next, well, I guess, eight years now. Caroline, I'd like to finish on a bit of a hopeful note. I received Ambassador Ray Bob Ray, our ambassador to the UN, at the same microphone recently, and we also finished on a bit of his hopes for the future. Canada has played an important leadership role on climate change, on biodiversity. Not so long ago, the Conference of Parties, COP15, was hosted in Montreal on biodiversity. I'm curious to know, what are your hopes, particularly with regard to the Climate Action Goal? Could you provide a couple of words with regard to specifically the Climate Action Goal? I do think there's reason to be optimistic because I really think that we've seen the world turn a corner when it comes to climate change and climate action. And there's a level of recognition of the crisis that I don't think was there. Um, For example, when I landed in Mozambique in 2018, it really felt that Mozambicans' understanding of the impacts of climate change was much higher than what I had seen in Canada. And I think that that's changed in the four years that I have been away. And what I hope is that this turns into concrete, rapid and flexible tools to support the countries that have the least responsibility for climate change, but are also the most impacted. 
The other opportunity that this situation creates is that these new technologies and the tools for climate adaptation and mitigation to address existing gaps that drive persistent poverty are really there. Unlike Canada, where we face the very tough work of adapting existing infrastructure, in many African countries, there is the opportunity to build in climate-smart approaches from the very beginning, to leapfrog technology, to use some lingo that's used quite a bit these days. And I do think that that's particularly exciting. Caroline, merci beaucoup. It's been a real pleasure having you today. Thank you very much. Dans le prochain épisode, je recevrai Heather Cameron, consul général au Consulat général du Canada au Brésil à São Paulo. Ensemble, nous explorerons la relation entre le commerce et les objectifs de développement durable. Restez à l'affût. The GAC Files is a production of Global Affairs Canada. All opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and not necessarily that of their employer or Global Affairs Canada. For more information on Global Affairs Canada podcasts, visit www.international.gc.ca. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Thank you for listening to The Gag Files. Les dossiers d'AMC sont une production d'affaires mondiales Canada. Toutes les opinions exprimées dans ce balado sont celles des personnes concernées et pas nécessairement celles de leurs employeurs ou d'Affaires mondiales Canada. Pour plus d'informations sur les balados d'Affaires mondiales Canada, visitez le site internet www.international.gc.ca. N'oubliez pas de vous abonner à notre balado. Merci d'avoir écouté les dossiers d'AMC.